Welcome to Sound Prince Audio Magazine, a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Sound Prince is underwritten by the American Printing House for the Blind and the Louisville Downtown Lions Club. I'm Carla Rushevel. I'm your host for this week's magazine. Welcome to Sound Prince for March 22, 2020. ACB announced that there would be a 72-hour outage of ACB Radio, the ACB email lists, and websites this weekend. March 20 to March 23, while all of these online services were migrated from the old server to a new one. We decided not to publish a new sound prints because several of our broadcasts would not be available on ACB radio. Then, Friday night, it was announced that the migration would not happen at this time. Therefore, we are bringing you a new sound prints now packed with news, information, and updates that we hope will be helpful during these unusual times. How our world has changed in just two weeks. Kids out of school and having lessons at home. The homeschoolers have been doing it for years. People reading more books and watching movies and videos at home. Blind and visually impaired people have been doing that for years. Meetings and even social gatherings happening by conference call. We've been doing that for years, too. We have two announcements here and many more on page three. First, the ACB Board of Directors will meet on Monday evening at 8.30 Eastern Time, 5.30 Pacific and 2.30 Hawaiian to discuss possible changes to the ACB conference and convention due to the COVID-19 virus. The board will meet by conference call on the Zoom line and the meeting will be broadcast for us all to hear. Listen on ACB radio or by calling 605-475-8130 from any telephone. Soundprints listeners sometimes have the chance to listen to discussions that happen at GLCB roundabouts. But if you don't live in Louisville, you don't have the chance to participate. United Crescent Hill Ministries, the community center where we meet, is closed during the COVID-19 virus and therefore Roundabout will not resume in person until they reopen. This past Friday, we held an experimental Roundabout by phone. Fifteen people participated in a phone version of our discussion time. We shared information, announcements, and news. Patty Cox called in with some easy suggestions for cooking some great-tasting meals at home. Roundabout will meet by phone each Friday until we can resume our activities at UCHM. This week we'll be sharing good books with page-turners. Tell us about what you've been reading lately, or just listen and get some suggestions from other people. Then we'll have a recipe or two, and we'll play some trivia. Everyone is invited to attend. The number is 669-900-6833, and the code is 3572-595-193. Thanks to Rick Bogus for helping us with the Zoom line. On page two, we'll talk with Dan Spoon, ACB president from Orlando, Florida, about some of the things ACB is doing to reach out to individuals, chapters, and affiliates. Following Dan's interview, you'll find the schedule of the ACB calls for this week. There's something for everyone, and they are all as close as your telephone. Page 3 is filled with news and ideas that we hope you'll find helpful, and on page 4 is the Sound Prince calendar. Page 2. 
I'm speaking with Dan Spoon, who is the president of the American Council of the Blind. He's in Orlando, Florida, where the weather is, I'm sure, warmer than it is here in Kentucky. And Dan, we're real glad to have you with us on Sound Prince. And um, I hope you'll tell us a little bit about how all of this um, excitement, I guess you'd say, um, that we're having with the virus has, is affecting ACB and uh, and what we're all doing to reach out to everyone. So welcome. Oh, well, thank you, Carla. It's, uh, I'm very uh, happy to be here today under, uh, you know, extenuating circumstances. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, I'll say intense times uh, yes. for all of us. Uh, <laughs> yes. And, uh, you know, it, it's kind of funny to say, but it's it, there's there's some negative aspects of it, but there's some positive aspects of it, too. Uh, you know, Leslie, my wife, and I, we've got to spend a lot of quality time together. We're, we're going on a couple of walks each day to get some fresh air, and uh, there's lots of time to participate in American Council of the Blind activities, whether they be committee calls or some of the wonderful programming that's been happening over the last week or two, like our um, membership services coordinator, Cindy Van Winkle, and the, and the gatherings and chats that she's been holding with different members. Uh, so it's, uh, it's a trying time, but, uh, you know, an interesting time, and a time that we all have to pull together and, uh, and support each other and... Uh, and be positive as much as we can be and, and comforting and, and always remember to be kind. ACB has had, as you mentioned, a couple of phone calls this past week. There are other calls scheduled this this next week, and there will be a board meeting a week from Monday. So give us a little overview of, of some of those activities. I know you and Eric are hosting one of those calls. So tell us about a couple of those and also about the board meeting coming up. Sure, be happy to. Well, you know, we're, uh, uh, first of all, let's talk a little bit about the board meeting. So we're doing a special uh, American Council Blind board meeting. We put that on the calendar kind of a week ago, Friday. Uh, you know, you've got to follow Constitution and bylaws and give at least 14 days notice. So we got it out there as soon as uh, we knew we were going to have, uh, you know, some concerns with the coronavirus that we needed to talk about as a leadership team. So we're really, uh, you know, what we've had is kind of a special task force that's gone out and first uh, tried to understand, uh, you know, what's going on from our uh, scheduled live conference and convention for Schaumburg, Illinois, which is uh, the kind of first full week in July, the 3rd through the 10th and the complications associated with that. Uh, always wanting to keep in mind that the number one is the health and safety of our membership. And uh, I think I've shared with several people, but uh, you know, our membership community is, is unique in many ways, but I think at times you'd have to say we are like the perfect Petri dish for germ transmission, you know? we. <laughs> We, we love each other. We love to hug each other and hold on. And, uh, you know, we, we kind of transition from one spot to the other by doing a lot of touching, whether it be counters or walls or tabletops. And so uh, if you think about it, uh, our, our unique community is, is almost just kind of perfect for the transmission of the virus. So 
we have to really keep that in mind as we move forward. But we, you know, have to work with the hotel in a in a prudent manner because we're under contract with them. So we're working through um, through those issues right now. Uh, but at the same time, uh, we want to have a special meeting of the board of directors, uh, and we're encouraging. Uh, to really look at, at contingency plans. So if we can't meet in person, we are going to have an ACB conference and convention. Uh, if if uh, we, we first would like to have it live, but if that doesn't work out, then we're looking at doing it through a, a virtual environment. We have ACB radio with six wonderful channels. Uh, we have access to Zoom meeting, and I think really have you know some unique opportunities there. So we've I've asked you know, first the ACB radio team to be thinking about contingency plans uh, as well as our constitution and bylaws and what, uh, you know, unique considerations we have there, as well as the convention committee and, and others. And so we're, we're diligently working to make sure that, you know, one way or the other, ACB will have its 2020 conference and convention. And so that'll be a lot of the discussion of our special board meeting uh, on the 30th. Again, it's 8.30 Eastern time, and it will be broadcast live on ACB radio. The other thing we have to understand as a board is really, you know, financial impacts that are being, uh, you know, realized because of this uh, virus. So, Absolutely. You know, there's, uh, you know, you've got to be prudent. Um, you know, folks that are really taking on the fiduciary responsibilities of our organization. So as, as one could imagine, the stock market is down 35%, so our investments have fallen. Uh, cash flow is being interrupted at some level, uh, and, and, and donor income could be disrupted as well. So we have to keep all those things in mind as we move forward. I think it's all something that we will, we will get through and we'll come out stronger on the other side. Uh, we've been good uh, fiscal stewards of the organization, I think, our board of directors has been, uh, under the direction of first our treasurer, Carla Rushable, and now David Trott, uh, and a lot of work that Kim Charlson and her whole administration has done over the last six years, and, and Eric Bridges, the, our executive director. So we put a legacy endowment fund in place. We've got you know, uh, a, a good amount, like a one year of expenses in our board reserve fund. So we've got, you know, we've got some safeguards in place, but we have to be prudent as, as these times move forward. But most importantly, we really want to concentrate on our members and, you know, really the support of our members through these trying times. So we've been working with Cindy Van Winkle uh, and our affiliates to really set up, and I encourage anybody who listens to this today, if you have any good ideas for uh, workshops, Zoom meetings that we can hold, uh, you know, for any kind of a, you know, a, a special topic, people have time on their hands, uh, they're really looking for, you know, opportunities to learn more, to be educated, to be entertained. So as you're saying, Eric Bridges and I, our executive director and myself, we're going to get together and have a, uh, you know, let's talk sports happy hour at 9 o'clock uh, Eastern uh, next Saturday, the 28th of March, uh, 9 o'clock Eastern. And we're going to, you know, get everybody together, bring your favorite adult beverage, and let's talk of, you know, talk sports stories and 
uh, tell us your your uh, you know your favorite uh, favorite sports situation, and let's have some fun and laughs, and you know spend a, a, an hour and a half not worrying about this thing and just enjoying <laughs> each other's company. I think there's a there's a workshop for uh, you know how to work with audio uh, audio described aids that CCLVI is doing. I think there's a, a recipe and tips. Uh, schedule there. There's audio description and how to get more out of your television and your stream services. So we've tried to at least put one um, one meeting on everybody's calendar for each day next week. So you know, hopefully you got uh, you know your your announcement from ACB Radio, uh, not ACB Radio, but the American Council of Blind, laying out the calendar. We've got them all in one document with the call-in numbers and the Zoom connections. So um, you know, looking forward to to a good week of all of us uh, getting together and having fellowship next week. I think that will be really fun to have different topics. Um, I know that initially, you know, we uh, we here in Norval we have a, an, an activity every Friday night called a roundabout, mm-hmm. and the community center where we hold it, um, of course, has closed to anyone who's coming into the building for whether it be a group activity or even a lot of the volunteers they they've really cut back on who they're allowing even into the building mm-hmm. and their food distribution um, anybody needing food now drives up in their car and they take the food out to them they don't let them come in to pick it up so you know that's not available to us and at first we said oh we have to cancel it and um a couple days ago, two or three people started saying, well, let's just have it by phone. So last night we had roundabout by phone, and we had 15 people call. And so we're going to do roundabout every Friday night um, for the foreseeable future. We'll be talking about more of that later in this program. Um, and and also, Dan, we will pull that uh, information on these calls and include at the end of this segment, we, we'll include all those um, you know, calls and the numbers that go with them so that people will have them as well if they don't receive email from ACB. So, um, you know, I, I think that, that this is giving us a lot of opportunity to learn to do many things that we haven't done before. Um, I think your example of of how we just when we get together, how we can just spread, <laughs> um, you know, whatever happens to be out there to be caught is, is, is so true. And, and at this time, I don't think we can conceivably um, get, you know, put everybody in that, in that kind of situation. Right. Um, just saw this morning, late last night, that Lions International have canceled their convention, which meets right around the same time we do. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, that's a huge convention. Kentucky Derby has been postponed from first weekend in May to the first weekend in September. It's the first time in 75 years it hasn't been held the first weekend in May. And that's really hard to imagine. But It, it is. It's, it, it's changing our life. It's almost yeah. like it's a, it's a sci-fi film. It's, yes. it's just something that you've heard stories about. Oh, yeah. Uh, but... But now it's a reality, and yeah. and I do think our community is very unique in that 
we're really good on the phone. We, we have honed our phone skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're very good at participating in, <laughs> in conference calls and getting together. I know our local chapter here in Orlando, we've already scheduled our Zoom meeting for the first uh, Saturday in April. Mm-hmm. Uh, we normally meet in a retirement center, and as you can imagine, they're not wanting us down there, and right. I don't know that we're wanting to be down there. Right. And so we've gone to a, to a Zoom meeting, and I think, you know, we've already got a speaker lined up, and we've got our agenda set, and I think it'll be, uh, you know, I think it'll be very well attended, and I think it's those kind of activities are really important. And, and they don't even have to be formal meetings. You can just say, hey, kind of like you're doing with your roundabout, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we're going to do, do a Thursday chat, and let's just all get together and, you know, share a story and, and communicate with each other. I know um, my wife, Leslie, is part of our phone tree for our local chapter, and so they reached out Wednesday and Thursday and just called all the members. And she said it was so, it was so good. It was so, you know, cathartic just for people to get together and chat. And she said, you know, normally, Carla, you call, and what you, about half the time you get a voicemail, right? Right. She said 90% of the people answered on the second ring <laughs> because they're home, they've got time on their hands. She said people were chatting with her for 10 or 15 minutes. They just loved the personal connection. And it, it meant so much to them that somebody from the Council of the Blind was reaching out to them and seeing how they were doing. So I would really encourage, you know, all of our local chapters and all get, you know, stay involved with your membership now more than ever. Well, Dan, we will look forward to that board meeting. I hope that people will take advantage of this opportunity. Yes, this is a special board meeting, and you instituted the first broadcast of a board meeting last month at the mid-year, and as a person who listened to six hours of that board meeting, I want to really thank you for doing that. I wasn't there, and I was able to hear it all on ACB radio, and I'm sure that some people are going, oh, that must have been a boring six hours. It really isn't. That's that's how you know what's happening. But for this board meeting, for the special board meeting, I think it's really important that people tune in and and listen and see, um, listen to that discussion. We're not going to be able to participate in that discussion. That would be pandemonium. At least we'll be able to hear it. We'll be able to hear the underlying reasons for whatever comes out of that meeting. And I think that's real important for us as members of ACB to take advantage of that. So I just really urge everyone, um, if you are listening on ACB radio, uh, then you can listen, that you would be able to listen on your um, Echo or uh, through your computer or through ACB link on your phone. But uh, if you just have a landline, you can, you'll be able to call up and, on the landline number and hear those meetings. So it really brings that meeting to everyone. You don't have to have some special equipment in order to hear it. And we're going to do this going forward. So from now on, all of our ACB Board of Director meetings will be broadcast uh, live on ACB radio. I think it's just the right thing to do. It provides transparency. And, uh, you know, hopefully keep
keeps our members connected to what's going on. And yeah. We'd love to hear from folks afterwards if they yeah. have something they, uh, they'd like to know more about. Feel free to reach out to the, uh, uh, either, the, either of the ACB offices or to myself, and, uh, and we'd love to hear your thoughts and comments, too, because, you know, this is, this is all of our organization, and so we all need to participate, and uh, we, we want to hear from you, and please call in. Well, the unique thing about that, the one last month was a live board meeting, and that was, that was one thing, but this meeting is a meeting that the board will be participating in on, through Zoom, I assume. Correct. Yep. Okay, yep. and so it's a it's a broadcast of a Zoom call, and um, and that's another first, uh, as far as a as as a board meeting is concerned, and and I think we're going to see as we work through this, many things that are done a little differently, and ACB sometimes isn't real quick to to change. We're, we don't really like quick change. And, and sometimes that's a good thing as well. But this is an unusual time, and this will give us an opportunity. The positive of this is that this will give us an opportunity to be creative and to learn to do things, whether it be on a local chapter level, a state affiliate level, or the ACB level, to learn to do things in ways so they can reach more and more people. So I, um, I really think so. And yeah. you know, what is the saying? Uh, necessity is the mother of invention. And yeah. we're, we're definitely at that point in time right now. Yes, we are. Well, Dan, thank you so much for taking time on a Saturday afternoon, um, albeit one where you probably can't go into a whole lot of things. But thanks for taking time to be on Sound Prince with us and to participate in our this special edition of Sound Prince. Oh, thank you, Carla. But I can't go without asking you one uh one SEC story. So I know you're a big Kentucky Wildcats fan. Yes. And that you have a you have a box of Thin Mints set aside for every Wildcat victory during the NCAA tournament. So <laughs> are you saving those Thin Mints till next year? Or are you going to go ahead and dip into them uh, and just assume that they 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 would have won a couple of games this weekend? Well, Dan, let me tell you what's happened. What's happening in Big Blue Country? Mm -hmm. Okay. Thursday, we listened, Thursday evening, um, the Kentucky sports uh, stations broadcast a replay of the Kentucky-Louisville game in the, um, in, I guess that would have been a semifinal game in the mm -hmm. 2012 uh, NCAA tournament yeah. where Kentucky um, beat Louisville and then went on to win the tournament. Okay. Okay. Today... Um, the reason we had to do our interview at this particular time is that there is a replay of a Kentucky-Ohio State game coming up with with an hour and a half um, pregame show, mm -hmm. just like normal. Yeah. And the game, it's a Kentucky-Ohio State game. And uh, Adam said we could not record during that time because he plans to record that pre-game show, the whole thing. All right. Okay, now there's um, additional games that will be played over the next few weeks. One, and this is where my thin mints are going to happen. Yes. The 1978 uh, NCAA game where Kentucky won the tournament. Yeah. The 1996, 1998, and 2012 
championship games, all of which were games that Kentucky won. Right. We right. will not be especially listening to the Kentucky Duke game from the early nineties. <laughs> nor will we the be Christian listening shot Yes. I've heard that I've heard that too much. Yes. And um and we will not we personally will not be probably listening to the Kentucky Arizona Arizona State game or Arizona. I don't I think it was Arizona State that we lost to in nineteen ninety seven. Okay. So okay. My Thin Mints, and I do have a box for each of those four championship games. It just happens to be here. So we will be able to celebrate, and we'll have to listen because we want to make sure that Kentucky wins again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's fantastic. Enjoy those Thin Mints. (laughs) And, Dan, I have one for you. Yes. Uh, We heard that the Florida legislature... Um, had a, uh, that they voted with only two dissenting votes that Florida State won the tournament this year? (laughs) (laughs) Those two dissenting votes were probably both University of Florida Gator fans. Well, I would hope so, but it disappoints me that there weren't more Gator fans (laughs) that voted against that because if Kentucky couldn't win it, we would want an SEC team to win. Now, do you think if the Kentucky legislature did that, there would be a bigger, uh, a, a closer battle there between oh. <laughs> uh, between the, the Wildcats and the Cardinals? Definitely, but I think Kentucky would come out on top. So what you're telling me that ultimately Kentucky really is a blue state? Uh, yes, I think so. Well, <laughs> in basketball. <laughs> Here is a list of the ACB community events by conference call that was referenced in the interview with Dan. Join one of these calls and stay in touch with your ACB community. On Monday, March 23, at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, you're invited to join Friends in Art with a comforting cup of tea in the art parlor for a supportive and cozy chat about how we can all stay positive and creative during this time. Join the call by dialing 929-436-2866 and entering code 4269-353-753 and entering pound. On Monday, March 23 at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, CCLVI presents Talking with Technology. Do you own one of the following? A computer with JAWS? Google Home, Amazon Echo, Victor Reader Stream, or NLS Digital Talking Book Player? If so, bring your questions and learn what other people use as their talking technology. Join the call by dialing 605-475-4700 and entering code 571433. On Tuesday, March 24, at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, Join Cindy, ACB Membership Services Coordinator, for a coffee break open chat. No social distancing here, just good conversation. Join the call by dialing 312-626-6900 and entering code 4796-869004. Wednesday, March 25, 
at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. You're invited to join Sheila Young, President of the Florida Council of the Blind, for a recipe swap. If you enjoy eating, have a recipe to share using less than five ingredients. Or, if you'd like to learn something new to prepare in your crock pot, microwave, or even on a cooktop, or you're just in need of a distraction from concerns over the coronavirus, this call is for you. To join the call, dial 312-626-6900 and enter code 2435998863. On Wednesday, March 25, at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, ACB Information Access Committee will have a webinar with the U.S. Census Bureau. We'll be joined by Larry Carter, National Program Manager, U.S. Census Bureau. Larry will share with our members what information is required to complete the 2020 Census, how to receive large print and Braille Census materials, and discuss the three different mediums that households may use to complete the 2020 Census survey. Join the call by dialing 312-626-6799 and enter the code 28609512. On Thursday, March 26, at 1 p.m., you're invited to join Cindy, ACB Membership Services Coordinator, for a coffee break open chat. No social distancing here, just good conversation. To join the call, dial 312-626-6799 and enter the code 4796-869004. On Friday, March 27, at 8 p.m., ACB will hold a peer support call to discuss COVID-19 and its impact on the blind and visually impaired community. This call will be led by ACB member Brooke Josted who has a background in social work and counseling. The one-hour Zoom meeting will allow attendees to share their feelings as well as discuss several pre-selected topics. We anticipate this being the first of many conversations. Join the call by dialing 312-626-6799 and entering 9284-64288. On Saturday, March 28, at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Blind Information Technology Specialist BITS will have their Saturday night chat. These chats are informal opportunities for members and friends to get together and visit about whatever participants want to talk about. Join the call by dialing 646-558-8656 and enter 3565 And on Saturday, March 28, at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, join President Dan Spoon and Executive Director Eric Bridges for a sports chat. At a time when so many major sports activities have been postponed, bring your beverage of choice and let's get together and share our favorite sports memory. A prediction of a trade or who will win the next World Series, Super Bowl, or Kentucky Derby, and anything else that's on your mind. To join the call, dial 929-436-2866 and enter code 4123 
888-244-2476. On Sunday, March 29, at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, the Audio Description Project will hold a call, and this will be an Audio Description Roundtable. Let's discuss where and what to watch with Audio Description. Join the call by dialing 929-436-2866 and entering 7313-46634. Page 3. Here are some announcements and other items that might be of interest to you during the COVID-19 virus. From Audible.com, help your kids stay connected, free. Stories help. As long as schools are out, we're hosting a free selection of stories handpicked by our editors for kids of all ages at stories.audible.com. Stories that entertain and help young minds stay active, open, and engaged. All free. No sign-ups. No commitments. Just explore and start listening. It's that easy. Bookshare's collection development team has put together three special collections of books that are freely available to all even if they are not now Bookshare members. Please help spread the word. Free Books for All is a collection of 208 fiction and nonfiction books of varying grade levels. Free Upskilling Books is a collection of upskilling books for anyone who is looking to learn a new skill, prepare to go back to school, or switch careers. This collection has 147 titles particularly relevant in this economic climate. And Free Children's Books for All is a collection for young readers, grades 2 and below. There are 43 books in this group. It's great for story time with younger kids that are at home being homeschooled. The direct links are for free books for all, https colon slash slash www.bookshare.org slash browse slash collection slash 368172. For the upskilling books, https colon slash slash www.bookshare.org slash browse slash collection slash 368284. And for the children's collection, https colon slash slash www.bookshare.org slash browse slash collection slash 368407. Here are five updates from IRA. IRA operations during the coronavirus will continue. IRA is prepared. Policy change. Some agents are parents, and there may be extra background noise when you call IRA. Using IRA during the coronavirus outbreak, ways to be even more productive. Here is information from IRA. Business continuity. IRA is designed for work from home and service continues. IRA is well positioned for this situation. As of March 13, IRA headquarters has been relocated to operate remotely. We have canceled all non-essential traveling, on-site conferences, and our agent team will continue to operate remotely. IRA is a tech-enabled company through and through, 
and therefore leverages the latest technology and systems which enable us to scale and operate in the conditions as we now see it today. We know the situation may worsen before we see improvement and will remain vigilant to ensure that all new risks do not jeopardize the quality or availability of IRA. Temporary Policy Change to Accommodate Agents with Children at Home As more schools, daycares, and other places of business shut down in light of the newly implemented coronavirus restrictions, some agents who are parents must now accommodate keeping their children at home. This means that our policy of no background noise, such as the sound of children, is neither fair nor achievable, and thus effective today, we have temporarily changed this policy to allow for a reasonable amount of background noise to be permissible. However, our commitment to protecting your privacy and personal information has not changed, and you can remain certain that your agents will continue to work from a private workplace. If this policy change affects the service we deliver, they need to hear from you. The best way to communicate with the IRA team is by leaving feedback in regards to a specific session following the close of the call or by contacting our customer care department at support at ira.io for general feedback. IRA will continue to communicate with you as the global situation develops if any additional changes are needed. We are well positioned to continue our service and believe it's never been more important to deliver for you. Ways IRA might be useful in this period. Social distancing and reducing contact with surfaces or people. Reducing the risk of the virus is focused on containment, staying at home, yet many will still need to interact in public in the coming weeks. Our employees who are blind and some explorers have discussed challenges on the IRA social forum. Email to IRA, A-I-R-A, plus subscribe at groups.io. IRA can help with social distancing by reducing your need to work with a physical guide or encounter high-touch surfaces while scanning with your hands. Entertainment at home. With more time spent at home and including reduced sports and other live activities broadcast on radio or television, how do we remain entertained? Many of our explorers have called into IRA in the past years to learn new games, such as cards, to watch videos, cook new food, and make do with what is available, tackle new home projects, or explore forgotten collections of memorabilia. Staying current with news, inaccessible graphs and images. By examining our most recent sessions and with the sensitivity we have here at IRA regarding inaccessible online content, we notice that a lot of the news sites with information about coronavirus and the effects are not fully accessible. At any time, you can request an agent to remotely and directly view your computer display or your phone display using a commercial tool called TeamViewer. While the agent can see your screens using the phone camera, they can be even more efficient if they remote into your machine. Agents can even go further, again only with your permission, on a per-session basis to remotely control your computer. For example, they could type in the CAPTCHA code 
or otherwise interact with inaccessible forms or interpret charts, graphs, and maps that are in the news. Administrative tasks and spring cleaning. We know that spring brings a passion for cleaning, tax season, and general catch-up on dreaded paperwork and online tasks. With more of us spending even more time at home, there's even more opportunity to complete these chores. As mentioned in the prior section, IRA agents can help with online tasks and are experienced in all things organization and cleaning. Working from home. If you are new to working from home over a longer period of time, there may be new tools to learn, such as many employers are choosing to implement video conferencing, such as Zoom, Slack, Microsoft Teams, etc. New tools need to be explored and mastered, and many have usability and accessibility gaps. Agents are trained and ready to help with these efforts, including the ability to remotely access your computer screen or phone, and only with your consent to assist you to get up to speed quickly and efficiently. Free Offer College Students in Need of IRA We know that many universities and colleges are rapidly shifting to distance learning. We've heard that some materials and software being used are inaccessible, so we will be offering free IRA for any college student for the remainder of the spring semester ending in May 2020. If you know of a student who could benefit from IRA for their distance learning, please email support at ira.io for more information on the program. From Social Security Effective March 17, 2020, Social Security offices will only offer phone service. Online services remain available. All local Social Security offices will be closed to the public for in-person service starting Tuesday, March 17. This decision protects the population we serve. However, we are still able to provide critical services. Our secure and convenient online services remain available at www.socialsecurity.gov. Local offices will also continue to provide critical services over the phone. We are working closely with the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, state and local governments, and other experts to monitor COVID-19 and will let you know as soon as we can resume in-person service. If you need help from Social Security, first, please use our secure and convenient online services available at www.socialsecurity.gov slash online services. You can apply for retirement, disability, and Medicare benefits online. Check the status of an application or appeal. Request a replacement Social Security card in most areas. Print a benefit verification letter and much more from anywhere and from any of your devices. We also have a wealth of information to answer most of your Social Security questions without having to speak with a Social Security representative in person or by phone. Please visit our online Frequently Asked Questions at www.socialsecurity.gov ask. If you cannot conduct your Social Security business online, please check our online field office locator for specific information about how to directly contact your local office. Your local office will still be able to provide critical services to help you apply for benefits, answer your questions, and provide other services over the phone.
If you already have an in-office appointment scheduled, we will call you to handle your appointment over the phone instead. If you have a hearing scheduled, we will call you to discuss alternatives for continuing with your hearing, including offering a telephonic hearing. Our call may come from a private number and not from a U.S. government phone. Please remember that our employees will not threaten you or ask for any form of payment. If you cannot complete your Social Security business online, please call our national 800 number at 800-772-1213, TTY 800-325-0778. Finally, many museums are now either introducing or increasing the availability of their programs online. One such museum is the Fraser Museum here in Louisville. It is a history museum and it has many, many fascinating things. It is available to anyone anywhere online. Here is their message. The museum is going virtual. Dear Fraser family, if your family is anything like our family here at the Fraser or my family at home, then you are experiencing a great deal of uncertainty and anxiety right now. It is with that in mind that we are introducing the Fraser's virtual museum a hub of free entertainment and educational content that you can access from your phone or computer starting tuesday march 17 and continuing through this covid 19 crisis we are going to engage educate inform and entertain virtually so what does that look like starting on the 17th the museum is communicating daily content to our fraser family our partners and the media allowing you and your family to engage museum content from the safety of your home. Here's some examples of the sort of content that folks can expect each and every day. 1. Video Lessons One of our education team members will provide an interactive history lesson or activity for families. The first example is one about Annie Edson Taylor, who was the first person to go over Niagara Falls in a barrel and live to tell the story. Number two, object lessons. A behind the scenes look at one of the objects or artifacts in the Fraser. Check out our first artifact. After women got the vote, many chose to express their newfound freedom through fashion. Makeup, which had been looked down upon as improper by the previous generation, although it had not entirely faded from use, became a tool of liberation. Their video shows makeup and clothing from the past and is very entertaining. Staff picks. You've got book recommendations chosen by our staff, like one from Megan Shaney, manager of school and teacher programs. Check out the Fraser at F-R-A-Z-I-E-R museum M-U-S-E-U-M dot O-R-G Another great museum in the Louisville area is the Filson Historical Society. They are making all of their content that is usually available to members only free to anyone who wishes to visit their website. Filson F-I-L-S-O-N historical H-I-S-T-O-R-I-C-A-L dot O-R-G Page 4, The Sound Prince Calendar. On March 26, the in-person support group sponsored by the Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision is canceled. March 27, 
the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind Roundabout will happen by telephone at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 6.30 Central. Call to share activities with GLCB. This week we'll be having page turners by phone as well as other discussion topics and we'll be playing some trivia. The number is 669-900-6833 and the code is 3572-595-193. On March 28, Savvy, the Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired, had a bowling outing scheduled from 12 to 2 p.m. Central Time at the Bolodrome in Owensboro. Call to check to see if this activity is going to take place to 70-686-8689. March 28, ACB Next Generation will have a Saturday Night Live Chat Hangout. 8 p.m. by phone for ACB members 40 years old and under. The number is 669-900-6833 and the code is 3572-595-193. On April 1, the Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision will have its conference call support group meeting at 7.30 p.m. Please note that this is a time change. Individuals statewide experiencing low vision are encouraged to ask questions, share tips, and offer comments. There is usually a topic for the meeting. Watch our news list for the announcement of the topic. The phone number is 669-900-6833 and the access code is 3572-595-193. On April 2, the American Council of Blind Lions will hold its monthly conference call meeting at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. The Meeting is open to all blind lions around the country. It's an excellent opportunity to share ideas about how to be involved in local clubs. At 9 p.m. Eastern, call 712-432-3900 and enter code 796096. On April 3 will be a roundabout by phone, a statewide chance for everyone to get together and share information, tips, and an activity. The time is 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 6.30 p.m. Central. The phone number is 669-900-6833 and the code is 3572-595-193. April 5 are the GLCB committee meetings by phone at 7 p.m. will be the Advocacy Committee and at 8 p.m. the Education Activities and Technology Committee. The number is 605-475-6006 and the code is 294444. On April 5, ACB Families will hold its next meeting by phone at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Participate from anywhere in the country. Our speaker at this meeting will be Matthew Schifrin, the young man who has helped to develop the Braille and audio instructions for lots of Lego kits. This should be a very interesting call, and we invite everyone to participate. 712-432-3900. The code is 796096. April 6 is the Savvy Program Committee meeting at 7 p.m. Central Time. The phone number is 669-900-6833, and the code is 3572-595-193. On April 7, 
the Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision will hold a business meeting at 8 p.m. by phone. The number is 669-900-6833 and the code is 3572-595-193. On April 8th, the Northern Kentucky Council of the Blind will have its regular monthly conference call meeting, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 605-475-4700. The code is 155619. On April 8th, the KCBPR Membership Committee will meet at 8 p.m. by phone at 669-900-6833 and the code is 3572-595-193. On April 9, the in-person support group in Louisville will be canceled. On April 10, the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind will hold another roundabout by phone. 7.30 p.m. Eastern, 6.30 p.m. Central, everyone is invited to participate. Call 669-900-6833 and enter code 3572-595-193. On April 11, the American Printing House for the Blind Museum has an Easter holiday open house planned from 10.30 a.m. to 3 p.m. Looking for something uniquely Louisville to show friends and relatives visiting for Easter? Bring them to APH's one-of-a-kind museum. Visitors write their names in Braille, see a book from Helen Keller's Bible, learn about guide dogs, play games, and read books designed for children who are blind, and enjoy many other activities. On display are various artifacts from our Helen Keller archives, including her Oscar, her Medal of Freedom, and a letter she wrote to Hitler in 1933 expressing her displeasure about burning books. Also on display is the 1829 book written by Louis Braille in which he describes his new method of writing with dots. Easter treats and lemonades will be served for all ages. Call ahead to be sure this activity is going to take place at 502-899-2213. On April 11, the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind will hold its board meeting at 11 a.m. by phone. Call 605 605- Four seven five six zero zero six and enter code two nine four 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 four. April thirteen, ACB Next Generation will have a nationwide conference call, eight thirty p.m. by phone. The number is six six nine nine zero zero six eight three three and the code is three five seven two five nine five one nine three. On April 14, the Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired has their meeting scheduled from 1 to 3 p.m. in Owensboro at the Wesley Heights United Methodist Church. Please call to be sure this meeting is going to take place at 270-684-4418. On April 14, Savvy will hold a board meeting at 7 p.m. Central Time by conference call. The number is 669 669- Nine zero zero six eight three three, and the code is three five seven two five nine five one nine three. On April fifteen, the Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision will have a conference call from seven thirty until nine p.m. Individuals across the state are invited to call in and share experiences of coping with low vision. We'll be answering questions, sharing tips, and offering comments. Six six nine nine zero zero six eight three three. Access code three five seven two five nine five one nine three.
If you have questions about the Kentucky Council of the Blind or you need information on resources for people with vision loss, call us at 502-895-4598 or email us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org. Sound Prince is a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind and is heard each week on ACB Radio Mainstream at acbradio.org, Central Kentucky Radio I at radioi.org, and the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org. Complete schedule information is also available on the website. Sound Prince is underwritten by the Louisville Downtown Lions Club, and by the American Printing House for the Blind. This is Carla Rushable for Soundprints. Have a great week, everybody.